the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Joining me now, Chris Siachia, technology editor for thestreet.com. Mr. Siachia, big week for Yahoo. You've got a couple pieces up on it at thestreet.com. Is Miss is Melissa Mayer's run over at as like the honeymoon, the glamorous time at Yahoo? It's not over because um, she's still there, but the the clock is certainly ticking on Marissa. Um, you know, the fourth quarter results were okay, you know, nothing ho-hum or nothing terrible about them, but the, the turnaround plan just continues to push out, you know, when or if, you know, the core business will actually be saved. And at this point, investors are just fed up. I mean, everyone that I've talked to, says just throw in the towel and uh and stop the fight. This is like you know, this is worse than the rock this is worse than Apollo Creed versus Ivan Drago and Rocky Four. Doesn't it seem kind of odd that she seems to be saying the turnaround's still turning and yet the board is kind of saying we're up for sale? Because you can't have both. Or you can have both, but it's a confusing message to try to sell. It is. It is a confusing message. I mean, you know, I guess any good public CEO um, is going to try to put the best face and the, and the best spin on the company. And you got to give her credit for that. She hasn't, you know, um, relented. But at the same time, the board has a fiduciary duty to shareholders to try to maximize value. Um, she's a board member herself. And, you know, after reading the statement and listening to the conference call yesterday, or the other day, um, you know, it seems like Yahoo's board seems a little bit more set on uh, on selling the company than would appear. You know, we'll see whether that's AT&T, Verizon, Comcast, private equity, whoever buys it. Um, but I don't expect, you know, the core business to be, um, you know, available. You know, I expect, you know, something to happen sometime this year, you know, whether it's, you know, the next three months, six months, whatever it is. Because this turnaround program, you know, which Marissa and her team outlined uh, the other day, is going to take at least two to three quarters to really see any results to it. So I, I think at this point, you know, they're just better off, you know, being private. With that being said and out there, I like Yahoo Finance. I like Yahoo Sports. I still have a Yahoo email account that I use very rarely if my regular email 
goes bonk, and for some reason I'm not on Gmail. Is there anything else in Yahoo that's worthy of mentioning? Like, they should trim down. They should, like, cut divisions, right? Yeah, I mean, as far as a, as far as a place to go, I mean, there's still it's still a heavily trafficked place. You know, they've still got, um, you know, over 700 million mobile users. A billion people use the site worldwide. So it's just an inability to actually attract advertising revenue. They've got the user base, but they can't attract re- advertising revenue because all of it is being sucked up by Facebook and Google. Um, you know, when it comes to digital advertising, and that's something that Yahoo's faced now for you know the past five to six years at least, and it's not turning around. You know. It's unfortunate because she's always Marissa's always talked about you know people products and and revenue. Um, they have the people they have, or she she thinks they have the products, but there is no revenue, and it's just it's unfortunate to see something happen to one of Silicon Valley's you know biggest um, internet companies and you know somebody that really fa- basically founded the internet you know more than 20 years ago. It's it's, it's unfortunate, but you know that's the way the world is right now. I call it Internet Superhighway Roadkill. If you want to steal that from me, you're more than welcome to. Anything else that we want to talk about as far as Yahoo goes? You know, I think that, you know, there's a real good likelihood that we see another a run from an activist investor building a stake up in the company. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see if we see something, you know, within the next few months on that. So, you know, maybe that's a hope for shareholders. But outside of that, there's not too much going on right now. Changing gears and talking technology, Fitbit came out with a new announcement yesterday, and here was my response. Before we get to your angle, I don't care. Um, I'm kind of done with the whole fitness craze, wearable device. I went through it. I tried it. I did it. I had the last Fitbit HR, and I just got tired of charging it. But anyway, new Fitbit product. What do we need to know? So the Alta, which is the new one that they just announced yesterday, should alleviate some of those concerns, at least for some people. It's got a five-day okay. battery life. Um, it's you know relatively inexpensive at $129, and then there's you know additional bands that you could buy that are you know a couple extra bucks. Um, you know, Fitbit's really trying to compete and really make the fitness market their own. They own 80% of the device sales, but how big this market ultimately becomes is anybody's guess. Um, you know, and then, you know, the last product was not super well received, which they had their own smartwatch, which looked exactly like a carbon copy of the Apple Watch. And, you know, the market sent shares down that day when they announced it. I think it was like a down around 15 to 20 percent. Um, and they have not recovered at all. Um, so Fitbit's really trying to, to be more than, uh, you know, to, to try to be this digital health platform. But the market's just not receiving it right now. I'm feeling a little GoPro action there in the sense that it's a great device, it's got a consumer buzz, but in the end it's just another kind of commodity. I know they're I know they're not quite there yet, but could that happen to Fitbit in your opinion? Could they just kind of become, you know, marginalized? Yeah, I mean I I think that's a real possibility. Um, you know, that's why Fitbit's tried to talk up its software prowess um so that that doesn't happen. Um, but we'll see, you know, whether that actually happens or not. I mean, I think people want to be healthier. I think that's a, a good sign for the company long term. But, you know, if you can do some of the similar pro- some of the similar things elsewhere for cheaper, or if you're already ingrained in a, you know, an ecosystem like a, 
like Apple with its watch or Microsoft with a band or, um, you know, Google with some of its smart watches and Android watches, you know, why are you going to go out even though, you know, Fitbit may be the leader right now if you can just use one of the existing products that you already have? Change of gears, or is there anything else we need to talk about with Fitbit or just kind of status quo? I, I think, you know, once we see the fourth quarter results and they give 2016 guidance, we'll see, you know, how the market's receiving them. But like you mentioned, you know, GoPro is not doing super hot right now, neither is uh, Fitbit. So we'll see if investor sentiment changes, but I doubt it. Gotcha. Um, earlier this week, we saw Alphabet report numbers, and they were pretty good. Alphabet and Facebook both doing great. Yahoo, as we've already mentioned, not so much. Similar type of businesses as far as advertising goes. Uh, what's Alphabet doing so well? Alphabet's really, you know, kind of turned the corner on mobile as it relates to their advertising. You know, Facebook had that problem a few years ago, um, and they really started to turn the corner. Now they generate 80% of their advertising revenue from uh, mobile. And F Google's kind of had that problem because it's much harder to generate advertising revenue on mobile devices than it is on desktop. But we've seen over the past few quarters that prices are starting to come towards um, parity on desktop and mobile, and that really drove the quarter, especially when you take into account things like YouTube, um, Google Play. These are huge businesses for, for Google um, and for the parent company Alphabet, and you're really starting to see these two companies just dominate everyone else in advertising, and shareholders reacted accordingly. It's kind of interesting that Alphabet jumped over Apple for a couple of days and then kind of gave it back up. And, again, it highlights the success of mobile at Google and maybe the decline of hardware at Apple. Is that how you would sum that up? I thought it was interesting that, that Alphabet gave up all of its gains. I'm not entirely sure why that happened. I know, obviously, the market's been volatile, but you didn't see that happen with Facebook. Um, I wonder if maybe that's because Alphabet did not talk about, you know, the 2016 environment, which is something that Apple sort of did. They, they, they were super, super bearish on what's going on in the global economy and how that, you know, does not bode well for a company that sells, you know, expensive devices. Um, but I thought it was interesting that Alphabet gave up all those gains and, you know, maybe there's a, a, flight to, a little bit of a flight to safety going on in Apple. People thought, you know, maybe it got too oversold. Um, but I think those two companies are going to continue to duke it out, you know, throughout 2016 for the for the title of world's most valuable until, you know, maybe it's Facebook that surpasses them in 2017 or 2018. But, you know, we'll see what happens. The torch always gets passed on, whether it's Intel to Cisco, Cisco to uh, Yahoo at one point in time. You know, Facebook gets in there. Apple gets in there. It's interesting that tech, you can never be the king forever. Anything else that you're working on that you find interesting that you want to share with us in under a minute? Yeah, I think, you know, the Super Bowl is this weekend, um, so we'll have up some Super Bowl coverage on, on the street. I'm working on a story on some of the best apps to use, you know, if you're watching at home with your friends or if you're actually at Levi's Stadium. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how well that's received in Silicon Valley. Um, so, you know, big football fan here, and, you know, it'll be fun on Sunday. What's a good Super Bowl app, a quick one that you can throw at us that uh, people might be interested in using? I think the, the, the I think there is a couple you know the trivia apps, um, the NFL app you know the the 
the uh, official app from the NFL has some trivia and some cool, interesting facts about you know teams, um, you know the Panthers and, and the uh, the Broncos. So you know, I think that's probably the favorite app that I've seen so far. Thanks very much. It's Chris Yachi, a tech editor at thestreet.com. You can find him at thestreet.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.